next thing you know, you've logged into Spotify, and it's weird. It's just nothing but Celine Dion. That's not mine. <laughs> Welcome to the Innovation Overground, the front porch of academic innovation, where we try to serve up some of the biggest solutions to some of the biggest problems in academia. We want to add to the volume of some of those innovations and hopefully help them become actual things uh, out there that people can use. Thank you for joining us. My name is Charlie Litton. I'm joined by Tyler Scher. Charlie, PhD. how's it going? I'm just happy. You still to be the here. science wizard, or have you graduated to like I, warlock or something? You know, no, I'm still, I'm, I'm still doing my my owls. So <laughs> yeah, I'm still <laughs> owls. I always called them OWLs. Yeah, well, you're right. I guess they are um, initialisms in in, in writing. Initialisms. Right? So yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Also joining us is uh, Joe Rungi, <laughs> who doesn't know what y'all are talking about, yeah. but that's cool. Because what I do know is that you need to take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. Please take a moment to uh, tell your friends. Please leave a rating. Please tweet at us. Email us. Yes. Send us a firmly worded letter as to the things that we are neglecting. We are your podcast discussing university innovation worldwide, and we want to know what's on your mind. Yes, we do. Um, with that said um, – What's I, on Tyler's mind? Don't know. It's, do most, we want it's, it's mostly empty. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I do want to go over – we've been going over, I think, last couple episodes, and I think we're going to continue this for a couple more, just you know, general uh, – in general, shortages, things that universities might be helping yeah. create. Uh, oh, man, so many shortages. Like yeah. sand, guys. You guys you guys know. Sand? Man. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Sand. What? You don't know about when the sand When there were no crawl days to be it, we had sand. <laughs> No, hate sand. There hate is a sand. There is an impending sand shortage. There can't be. There's. Have you not? Or, okay, the entire United States is covered with coastline. Yeah, sometimes called beaches. Yeah, there are filled those. with sand. Yeah, but you know, there's a rising sea level. Some of those beaches oh. are, are shrinking. All right. And what about like deserts? Yeah, that's the wrong kind of sand. Sahara. We're not talking about desert they don't. Sand. What do they have? Too much clay in the sand? Or? Uh, it's got the wrong properties. Well, we don't even what care do you about mean? What are the sand. What are the properties we, of sand except for tiny the, rocks? No, no one who cares about sand cares about desert sand. <laughs> so what kind of? What are you even talking about? All right, this is ridiculous. <laughs> have you heard of concrete? You you know concrete. I know We're concrete, con- but I'm saying concrete. there's beaches everywhere. How can you be out of sand? So, <sighs> rising sea levels, and we're and we're running out of. The special Who's type of sand. Who's making the sand? Where's where the sand Used going? Used as aggregate. It's okay. That's why I went to concrete. A concrete. So desert sand is too sandy to make concrete. You know, <laughs> is it too dry? Uh, <laughs> or, or 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 too politically fraught? I don't. Or I don't know. There's there, reasons. Okay. You would think <laughs> that the people in the Gobi area would. You know, they're sitting on the. They're sitting on a gold mine they're of sand. <laughs> <laughs> this desert real estate is only going to go up. You know what the street value of this desert is? <laughs> oh, hey, Tyler, tell, tell us more about the global sand shortage. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, what, wait, okay. Maybe I can see how there, maybe there's too much clay oh, content. Oh, oh, yeah. All sand? I know is concrete requires a very specific type of sand, and that type of sand is running out of supply. Well, I do remember uh, we had a yeah. bad sand supply when I was in a former life where we made concrete. And really? we had too much – it turned out we, we couldn't figure out – we could not add enough water to get the the, the, the concrete to behave in the way we wanted it to. Okay. We needed yeah. to pump it for, yeah. very, for you know hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of feet. And um, 
And it turned out there was a huge amount of clay in the sand, yeah, just like very fine. Properties. And so that clay would just suck up all the moisture, all the water like a sponge, and it, okay. made, the, it made the concrete go off like that. Next thing you know, you, you make a batch, you know, half an hour later, it's starting to set up. Wow. And yeah. that was a big problem for us when you're building a that, $300 million tunnel. That Wow. That's a big tunnel, too. It was a big tunnel. Yeah. yeah. So as you know, then, as you well know, sand is made out of, <clears throat> or, sorry, concrete's made out of cement, water, and aggregate, and mm-hmm. aggregate's mostly sand. Sand right? and, yeah, various sized rocks. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so because of a lot of construction that's been going on, People have been doing a whole lot of construction on Earth <laughs> the last the last several decades, especially in places that are rapidly modernizing. Did I hear something weird about China using more concrete than like the aqueducts or something? What was that? That China in the last ten years has poured more concrete than the United States did in the entire twentieth century. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Yeah, just think about all we the built, sand. We built stuff in the twentieth century, like a few the things. Hoover Dam. That was a lot of concrete. The, all of yeah, our but I mean, if you think about it, they like would consume for most of the 20th century. We consume concrete on like a I don't know World War II level era. I mean, think about how much more efficient concrete production has become since then. And you know, China started in but 2010. in 10 years they've done more than we did in the, in 100. Is that what you said? That is ridiculous. Yeah, it's I can't even absolutely crazy. fathom how that's possible. I know, but like. I mean, if you talk to people who've been to China, I've not been to China. You know, they say, yeah. I haven't been to China. Like, you go every other year and there's a new city. I hear they have a nice wall. Concrete. (laughs) So, so if we all accept there's a sand shortage um, and we accept that. Uh, With. with objections. <laughs> sure, with, with, with maybe a small grain of aggregate. Okay, so how do you fix the sand shortage? Then? That's a little sand sh- joke there, people. All right, you yeah. know what we can do? Uh, I have I got technology. It. No, I figured it out. I, I, I know the technology. You do? Yes. Let's go. Hard labor. You know, you get you get hard labor. You get arrested for a felony. You get sentenced to hard labor. Is, yeah. Go take this hammer yeah. and make that big rock a bunch of small rocks. Yeah. Because boom, you know, aggregate sand shortage fixed. My You're welcome. School, my high school history teacher used to say that. That's me dropping that the, the microphone. The, the the number one lesson of human history is that no, no problem is too great that it can't be solved by just With throwing sand? just throwing tons of of people. Uh, and, and misery at it. We'll, so for the Egyptians. We'll eventually I got to say, at the editorial meeting, <laughs> was it thinking we'd go with slave labor as a... Uh, I didn't say slave labor. I'm talking convicted I'm sorry. felon. Prison labor. Prison labor, yes. I'm exactly. sorry. They get paid a fair wage, nine cents a day. <laughs> for the prison industrial complex. Tyler, it's your moment. Go. The Ragnarok reference Okay. There. I have something a little <laughs> a little different for you. So so sand is makes up about 45% depending on, on your cement, uh, of the aggregate. So that, that the aggregate is the number one component in, in concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes up 60 80% of the concrete uh, by, by, either, by volume. Um, and sand's the number one component of aggregate. So we have an interesting, I have an interesting technology. Uh, there were some researchers um, at, uh, so Dr. John Orr and his team um, at the University of Bath uh, in, in, in the UK, who um, discovered that they could use something else. This is super cool. That they could use a different uh, material for that aggregate Mm -hmm. um, to make the concrete. And what they discovered is they could use recycled plastic. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I got two birds with one stone. Yeah, yeah, two birds with one stone. Now now you were hopefully reducing 
um, all of our plastic waste problem. We're what getting, sort of difference of in strength values do they get on that? Does that uh, does it does it diminish the? Because I mean that's the main thing. That's where the concrete gets its main most of its strength from the different sized aggregates that you use for yeah. the, with the cement. So I mean it's comparable enough that they're using it already <clears throat> now. This is this was maybe discovered about a decade ago, and they're using it. They're implementing it in places like India in in construction. So okay. yeah. So they're actually building things out of plastic aggregate cement. Yes. That is so cool. That is really cool. And that plastic yeah. ain't going anywhere. So are they using it for like the very fine particles that of the sand? That is a good point. <laughs> are they replacing just the sand part of it? or Because sometimes you use uh, rocks about the size of, a say, a large marble or something to also go with like you know, just a paving concrete mixture. Are they replacing all of, the, all of that aggregate then with this plastic or is it just the fine stuff? I, bl- I I can't tell you for sure, but okay. I know their their if the their 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 calculations showed that if you could offset sand aggregate with plastic, um, uh, you could save up to almost um, a billion tons of sand per year. Wow! Holy cow! Yeah, I mean that's I you know I don't I don't think that's a, a a small feat because I imagine you have to be really careful about you know the the density of something like that and how it can mix. With with all the other materials, yeah, and it took a lot sure of research to get how that it disperses right, to and, get that process down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. And yeah. That's out, and that's out there right now. It is. Yep, okay. it's being tested in the real world. <clears throat> any other any other uh, problems for sand? I mean, what, how are how are our nation's playgrounds looking? Are they going to be able to? Well, more those, that, that's also being solved with we, with recycled rubbers and. That's and, true. Yes, they've been doing plastics. that for quite a while, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also thinking that if you like pie slice global utilization of sand. Playground, kind of skinny. <laughs> that's all I can think of. The, Apart from what else is there? What other use of sand is there that's that's depleting our planet's? Availability? I think concrete is probably like the biggest one. I mean, okay. you know, yeah. concrete is. I mean, there's everywhere. No, no, like scat dancers out there. Not. Uh, I mean, sandcastles are a big deal. Yeah, but, you know, I, mean, I don't think. And, it's, I, and I guess. I'm sorry. I don't have a solution to this. I just remembered though why desert sand does not work. It's too uniform. It's small and rounded. It's been eroded to the point where grains of desert sand really? are all basically identical. Wow, it's the rust of erosion. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't work well as aggregate. Yeah. So uh, Anyway, sorry. Sorry, sand desert, you're too round. So I, I don't have anything as cool as plastic uh, aggregate concrete. That's pretty awesome. But one of the things I thought is if the problem is rising sea levels, is yeah. stealing our sand, Yeah. you know, I say... I'm not the type of person just to let the ocean have its way. I'm going to say, I'm going to fight that ocean. You're going to build stilts? No. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do it. But I'm going to, you know, we talk about uh, using hard labor to get, you know, new sand. I say, let's get infinite labor to get our sand back. Infinite labor? Yes. Let's get robotic submarines powerful enough to take buckets of sand off of. The bottom, because I gotta say, I mean, oh, we're gonna sand we're gonna, mining. We're gonna mine sand, sand mining. from the bottom of the ocean, and you can't have like sand dredging. Can't have pearl divers do it, you know, no, because they'll just get one at a time. Yeah. But so there is uh, actually a variety of underwater autonomous vehicle uh, patents that wow. are out there. Of course, there. Are. But the way I figured <laughs> it is, you need kind of a combination of things. You need something that's going to be durable. Because it's going to be going you know, fairly deep potentially to retrieve sand. It's got to be powerful, right? Because you're going to have to 
carry up buckets and buckets of sand in order to be efficient. And wet sand at that. And wet sand at that. You can't just dry it off under the ocean. No. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that there would be a way to are problems with that. Yes. Underwater <laughs> sand drying. I should have looked at that. Problematic. <laughs> if only you could use helium to dry the sand underwater. <clears throat> However, uh, there is a, um, a specification for an integrated electronic submarine that would be fully autonomous, that integrates all the control systems behind a environmentally rugged component and has a, uh, a computer-driven electric uh, uh, drive mechanism. So it can very robustly go underneath the water, carry up the sand, and bring it back up to the surface. So that is my solution, University of the Rescue. So we have – it's uh, from the Chinese Polytechnic University – uh, they have a variety of autonomous vehicle patents, but one of them was for a very rugged underwater autonomous oh, Chi- vehicle. Chinese invention there. That, so they should definitely fix it because it sounds like they're the one who broke the sand. That's true. I mean, they're they, they're they using, used all of it. China's well, just they, crushing they, it. They on, dammed like all the rivers on a rapidly and, depleting resources. And built China everything. Is, Do you feel like you have an axe to grind they, against China? Bu- no, no. It's my, they stole our well, concrete. They stole ground. our sand. <laughs> they've taken our sand. How could they? They would have to have the robots go all the way across the ocean to get the sand and bring it back. That's ridiculous. It seems like a long way to go for some sand. They're just going to tunnel through the middle of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, before we start an international incident, I think it's time we come to ground, unless there's more to add. That's a sweet technology. I th- I liked yours better, too. So You liked mine better? Yeah, plastic concrete. That is interesting. Plastic concrete is cool. That is really yeah. cool. Is it like, bendy at all? Is, is it bendy? Is it bendy? It's made out of it's made out of So you can find out if it's bendy by looking at the program notes. We'll have a link to the plastic concrete as well as a link to the autonomous Chinese patent describing the uh, pretty impressive underwater robot that they have, although it does not specifically mention it can haul sand, but I know it can. It's pretty powerful. And also, thank you to our sponsors, Unimed, the Tech Transfer Office for the University of Nebraska Medical Center and the University of Nebraska at Omaha, and KVNO Studios at UNO. So for Tyler Scher and Joe Runke, I'm Charlie Litton saying thank you and join us again on Unimed's Innovation Overground. <laughs>